Angela and Anthony. Maybe Linwood Boomer too. We love Brian Cranston, as I'm sure you do too. Angela and Anthony. Sorry for this shitty twiddle. We love Brian Cranston. Podcast in the middle. All right. You're listening to Podcast in the Middle. I'm Anthony Savasta. And I'm Angela Cowie. And you're not the boss of me now. (laughs) (laughs) We should talk about who who we are to each other. What's that? We should probably talk about who we are to each other. Oh, yeah. We're brother and sister. We're brother and sister. I'm the oldest. I'm the youngest. We don't have a middle. We don't have a middle. Not that we're aware of, anyway. Not that we're aware of. You know? And also, if we had had another sibling, you would have been the middle. I would have been in the middle. How do you feel about that? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I dodged a bullet. Yeah, I'm going to agree with that. There are definitely some perks to being the youngest, huh? Oh, absolutely. Mm. I never doubt that for a second. <laughs> Remember when we got TVs at the same time? Yeah, okay. that was absolute bullshit. First of all, <laughs> I was like a. I was 13 years old, anxiously waiting for my TV that I was going to be receiving on Christmas morning. And they wheel out the TV on the little stand with the wheels. And I'm so excited, and I got a VCR. And then what happened? You. You also get a TV. What's all Three years younger, and you get a TV. TV, you know, what are you going to do? Things that I've talked about in therapy. You're sounding a lot like Malcolm. <laughs> I'm being honest. <laughs> so we're here to talk about Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. Show. We watched that show when it aired. We did watch a lot of the show when it aired. That was a show where like the whole family like sat together. And yeah. Watched. I've seen the whole thing, right? You have too. Um, no, I, honestly, I don't think so. I feel like I only watched the first couple seasons. See, I remember like the later seasons. I don't remember if the show had like a proper ending, but I guess we'll find out eventually. See, and I remember uh, more of the earlier seasons. Yeah. Um, so just like any good podcast, I guess we'll start with episode one, the pilot. Episode one. Uh, any initial thoughts on this one? I actually thought it was a pretty good pilot. Usually pilots are not that good. Yeah. Usually they're not so much like the show, you know. Yeah. But it's like a smooth transition. Yeah, usually it, like, it looks different. It feels different. But yeah, it won a lot of awards, too. This show's won a ton of Emmys. Yeah, well, let's, do you want to go over who's in it? Some notable actors and actresses? In episode one? Well, you know, just the family dynamic. Oh, yeah, sure, absolutely. I mean, right off the bat, uh, Brian Cranston. Yep. I what a range. Holy shit. <laughs> no, it's like... I'm like a, like amazed all over again. Like after watching Malcolm in the Middle, years later watching Breaking Bad, and then watching this again, like it's insane. Yeah, he's um a really good actor. He really is. Uh, he's my favorite character personally. You know what? I think I'm gonna agree with you there. Yeah, but Lois is pretty funny too. Oh yeah, she's amazing. I think I uh, watching this now in my 30s as a mother. Right. Yeah. I find myself um, <laughs> 100% relating to her. 
She's not so crazy. No, she's not so crazy. I and I think the show is going to make her look crazy, and she's really not that crazy. She has four boys, right? And so I uh, I don't blame her, but she um, but yeah, the mom is Lois, played by Jane Pax Marek. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Uh, I didn't even. What what else has she been in? Anything notable? She, she was in Pleasantville. She played um, their mom in the real water. world. Oh, she, oh yeah, you're right. She, I mean, she's only in it for like a minute. Yeah. All right. Um, oh, she was in an episode of This Is Us. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of them were in random episodes of TV shows. Yeah. I think I remember Brian Cranston in a Seinfeld episode. Yeah, probably. He's in a lot of stuff. Um, and then Frankie Muniz. The star. The star, who plays Malcolm. Um, Justin Burfield is Reese. And then... Eric Sullivan was Dewey, the little brother. Eric Melvin. Eric Per Sullivan. Oh. And then you have uh, Chris Masterson, who plays Francis, who's the older brother in military school. Yeah. Do you know who he's brothers with in real life? His brother is Danny Masterson, who's on that 70s show, and I believe he got arrested. Right, you are. (laughs) I had that here as a fun little tidbit. (laughs) So I'll cross that off. I believe he got arrested. Already stealing my thunder. Wasn't he a Scientologist? Francis or Hyde? Hyde. Uh, not that I'm aware of. I never. I don't know the guy's life personally, though. I have to look into it. But um. That's the family. That's the family, right? And right off the bat, like he's not even really in the middle. No, that's where the confusion lies because I was trying to figure it out, and it looks like Malcolm is the third. Brother, but right? Francis, Reese, Malcolm, Dewey. Because Francis is in military school, Malcolm is technically in the middle at the house. Right. So that's probably where they got it from. I'm thinking, yeah. Um, so you want to go through the episode? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, so originally aired January 9th, two thousand. I thought this was interesting. It was a mid-season replacement for Futurama. I mean, I know you're on that show, but like that show was canceled a bunch of times, so pretty interesting to see that. I've never watched that show. And this this episode was written by the creator, Linwood Boomer, which I think we should set a goal right now to get Linwood Boomer on the show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and like my ultimate goal would be like to get her on the show regularly, and we can have a segment called OK Boomer. <laughs> That's good, right? Yeah. <laughs> Lin- Linwood Boomer, if you're listening, the creator of Malcolm in the Middle, she's written a bunch of episodes. Um, hopefully, as we go through, we'll start. We're going to start seeing like similar names, and maybe we'll start to figure out like who's behind which episode. But eh, we'll see. Yeah. So, um, episode starts off with the introduction of the brothers who we just talked about. You know, kind of the the squeaking of nose of Reese, and you kind of already get like an insight that Malcolm's a genius without even like being told sure because that opening quote he's like he's like this is the world six billion people yada 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 and even if like from that like you're not even sure what kind of show this is going to be until like the next scene when they're in the kitchen with the back shaving yes (laughs) (laughs) there is a lot of nudity in this episode or like partial nudity hal and lois are basically nudists yeah yeah in the first episode they're both completely naked in front of all their older children. 
and like Hal is like a beast of a man. Like, oh god, the kitchen table too. Yeah. Um, and there's a funny joke too. He's like reading the paper, and he's like, "Oh, a bunch of school children are going to name an unmanned probe to Venus." <laughs> and then right away too, you get Malcolm breaking the fourth wall. Yes, I wrote that down. Yeah. I forgot that he does that. Yeah, me too, kind of. Um, I, I mean, I don't know many other TV shows that do that. I mean, I'm not saying it's like the most creative thing, but oh, Saved by the Bell did it. Saved by the Bell did it, yeah. It's, I mean, Deadpool's been doing it in comics for years. Yeah. But then, so they're eating breakfast, and um, we get the first mention of Stevie, too, who's also a pretty funny character. Yes, uh, that's... Um... The little boy that Malcolm has to go have a play date with. Yeah, yeah. That's something I don't agree with. I would never force my children to go have play dates with kids that they don't like. No? No. I. And also, it was weird that she said he had to come home and take a bath beforehand. Wait, what do you mean, take a bath? Well, in the morning when they're eating breakfast, um, Lois tells Malcolm, oh, I scheduled a play date for you. So after school, you have to come home and take a bath. Uh, <laughs> how old do you think Malcolm is? Like ten? I think he's eleven or twelve. Yeah, he's definitely double digits. So, like, a play date is definitely weird for a kid over the age of ten. Yeah. Um, when you're like maybe Gavin's age, perhaps that's a little better. Yeah. So they talk about um, the play date with Stevie, and then Malcolm and Dewey um, walk out of the house and like. I think right away they kind of show that like they're like the crazy people in the neighborhood. Yes. There's little girls like running away as they're walking out of the house. And like the house is just like, um, what do you call that? Like, um, their house is a mess. But it's almost like, forbid- like almost looks like forbidden. Like it's like dilapidated and like not safe. <laughs> the, the lawn is a mess. And then something funny that I also um, caught a couple of times in the episode was when Lois is telling them what they have to eat. She's like, oh, two of you get to have pizza and one gets to have peas. <laughs> I thought she said um, it was waffles and one of them has to have cereal. Yeah. Well, she does it twice. The one time. Does she? And then when they're leaving for school, she's like, two people get said, peanut butter and jelly and the other one has to have egg salad. Yeah, so they're walking to school. <laughs> that scene with Dewey where he's like, I'm to hold hands. <laughs> and so they're walking along. And they run into the bully Spath. Yes. Who looks? Who looks? Who looks like Tom Holland? Who I thought it was. Oh, I didn't think of that. A little bit, and then I was like doing some more research, and the director of this episode, his name is Todd T O D D Holland, and I was like, holy crap! I wonder if they're related. <laughs> they are. Well, we only see the bully for a minute, but he's I, towards the end. I don't think he's in any other episodes either, but we could be wrong. Um, so we're eagerly awaiting the return of Spath. I thought his name was because, <laughs> like, he was spitting on kids. And they were making, like, high-end negotiations, like, you know, like, make a deal. He's like, lick my shoe or eat dirt, and you'll be out of a beating for the next two weeks or something. Yeah. But then he, Malcolm goes to Dewey. He's like, he goes, what do you do if Spath comes at you? He's like, rolling a ball. What do you do if you <laughs> stay in a ball? I have some disappointing news for you. What's that? Spath does not show up in any other episodes. Wow, yeah. I wonder why. I mean, he pretty much overcame him at the end, which we'll get to. Yeah. But yeah, um, they're walking to school. 
walking to school, see Spath beating up a kid. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like Animal Planet where like he like sniffs them, like senses them. And then he goes back to beating up the kid and they get out safely. Um, and they go to the classroom. Um, the teacher's lines are so funny. The art teacher. Oh, yeah. When she's like, I bought the fruit with my own money. My, my own money. money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then Malcolm goes up to the front of the class, shows him, shows her his work. And she's like, Malcolm, this is the high point of my day. How's that? <laughs> uh, so funny. Like her delivery is really funny. Yeah. And I also think there's like a slight commentary about like how we treat teachers going on. Um, well, actually, I actually made a note in another episode. We'll talk about that. But anyway, um, and that's where he gets spat, puts the paint on his chair. Yes, because he gets called down to a, I thought she was like a counselor, but she's the gifted teacher. Right, yeah. And so he gets called down yeah. to talk with her. And she wants him to join her gifted class because he has a super high IQ. 165. Which is crazy. Is that? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, actually, I think that is crazy because I know somebody who has a 148 IQ, and that's pretty crazy. Yeah. And then, like, so she's testing him, kind of, like, asking him questions. And we get the quote about, like, you know, he's like, I have red paint on my ass. Is that edgy? You think that's edgy back then? Probably because he's what 10, 11 years old and he's cursing on Yeah. Like on primetime television. Right, yeah. I don't know. I thought that was like almost like a little much, and I was like, but at the time. I have red paint on my ass. Um so this this episode jumps around a bit too. So we talked to Caroline, we learned Malcolm's a genius, uh, and then we go to the play date with yeah. Stevie. They actually end up becoming friends because they're into comic books. The common bond of comic books. Did you catch? There's some good books in Stevie's collection. We saw some Savage Dragon, some Spawn. There's TMNT. I just want to say I know absolutely nothing about comic books. Uh, I thought that scene was really cool. Um, But anyway, so yeah, they get a common bond through comic books. Yep. Um. Yeah, Stevie's a great character, and he comes around. He's in the whole series. Um, okay, so then we cut to Lois. We're back at home with the kids. More nudity. Lois is walking around topless. <laughs> um, and she's on the phone with Francis, and she this is where she finds out. She's like, are you smoking? And I always thought that line was like, like it's funny because it seems so crazy, but like I think you could really tell if somebody was smoking and you were talking on the phone because he takes like a, a long drag. Yeah. Well, Francis is kind of an idiot. Yeah. Um, I'm always confused to like how old he is. That's what I've been wondering. Well, I think he's in high school. I I think so too. But then like later on, he has friends that like seem to be out of high school, but we'll get into that later. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So Lois is naked. Uh, There's a knock at the door. And the boys aren't getting it, so Lois has to answer. Topless. Uh, topless, yeah. And um, it pretty much gives her the lowdown, you know. Malcolm's a genius, yada, yada, yada. I thought it was weird that she showed up unannounced. Yeah. Like, she said she had been calling Lois, you know, leaving messages. But, like, to kind of sh- – it's I assume it's the weekend, right? Yeah, because I think earlier in the scene, Malcolm says Saturday mornings. 
Oh, right. Yeah. The, like the best thing my family does. Yeah. You're right. So yeah, she comes up on a weekend, like unannounced like that. That's really weird. weird. Yeah. Um, and then they're talking and there's a funny scene where like the boys are fighting in the background and Dewey has like a, like a giant baseball bat or something. And he's like, who's the baby now? <laughs> yeah. Dewey's funny. Um, and then we cut to, like, a lot of, a lot of um, dinner table scenes in the show. Well, well, yeah, but so, but the teacher Caroline comes to the house because she wants Malcolm in her gifted class, and Lois freaks right. out and is like, "You think he's special? I know he's blah blah." Yeah, she's like, she's like, you know, you listen. He might be, he might never shut up, but he's a good kid. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! But then I think they they do talk, and then at dinner she makes the announcement that Malcolm's going to be in the gifted class, and she's so excited. Yeah, like little, I love that how much she was like advocating for her child, right? Because she and said, like, and then something that I don't know if you caught this. I don't know if you caught this. But Lois says to Malcolm after he gets upset, saying he doesn't want to be in the gifted class, she tells him she doesn't want him to go working for a car wash. What does Ian Cranston do in Breaking Bad? Whoa! He works at a car wash. He does. She mentions that later too. Yeah, there's a lot of, I'm, I'm thinking we're going to see a lot of similarities. Are we, or are we just looking for them? Well, I'm, I'm going to be looking. <laughs> yeah, for, I, I, not this episode, but one we will talk about soon. I have a theory that it's connected to the universe of another show. Okay. We're going to be, we're going to be going down that. <laughs> so yeah, so they're at breakfast, you know, Malcolm's a genius. Um, she's, it's funny because she's talking about the program and she says something like, you have a bunch of good things they don't want to waste on normal kids. Oh, yeah. Like all the school supplies and the textbooks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, so Malcolm, he goes to his first day. Yeah. In the gifted class. And it, but- oh, wait, wait. You're jumping ahead, though. How about the, 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 the teacher, the funny teacher still? Oh, right, right, right. Go ahead. Malcolm is different in his brain. <laughs> <laughs> And that's when we get the shot of him with his hands over his face. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that iconic? I don't know. It is iconic. Yeah. And then also the introduction to the Krellboins. And a lot of these actors are, you know, come show themselves throughout the show through the seventh season. A lot of these kids, most of them don't, but. I recognize the blonde girl that he sits next to. She looked familiar. Yeah. But I couldn't, I didn't pinpoint where she was from. I think they have a, a romantic relationship going forward. I don't forward. think back again. So, you know, there's a lot of things actually that are typical of a pilot in this episode, you know, with Spath not coming back. Yeah. I mean, I think when they like test, test the pilot, like they'll, they'll, you know, they'll break it down to like what parts people liked and didn't. And maybe that just didn't test well. I don't know. Um, How do you get so- chosen to do tests for pilots? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's like if you go look into maybe focus groups. I'm not sure. Maybe. I doubt that's happening. Happening. Well, I'm sure nothing's happening right now in the world of Corona. Quarantine. Quarantine. Reminds me. Let's get the hashtag Quar is Nar trending. <laughs> Quar is Nar. When are I? Quar. Quar is Nar. Dude, I've been saying that to everybody as a joke, but like, come on, let's get that trending. 
Quar- How do you spell Nar? G N A R. Totally. Totally, dude. Quar is Nar. Quar, Q U A R, is Nar. Nar. Quar is Nar, dude. Actually, I'm kind of ready for this quar to be over. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me. But um, no, let's not talk about that though. Oh. Uh, but, but, um, so, uh, so Malcolm and Steve, you have an argument. They have an argument. Yeah, like Malcolm's pissed because he's in the class. All right. Well, he's in the class, but did you notice how all the kids who are supposed to be the freaks are staring at him like he's the freak? Yeah. And he's probably the most normal one out of all of them. <laughs> They're all like super close. He's like, (laughs) Um, that's what the argument with him and Stevie is like, Stevie's like, yo, calm down. Like it's okay. And Malcolm's like, no, ends up saying something mean to him. Yeah. I I forget exactly what it was, but, and he regrets it immediately. Yeah. Cause he's realizing now that he's in the gifted class. This kid has to be his friend. Right. And so then he's cut to the, we cut to lunch He's eating by himself. You get that funny scene of him with overhead of him moving. <laughs> moving like a single organism. I thought that was pretty clever. Nobody wants to be near him because now he's the, what do they call them? Who, Malcolm? Yeah, what do they call the kids in the gifted class? Oh, the Krellboins. The Krellboins. Um, I, I don't remember why Malcolm calls out Spath, though. I think he, does he throw something at him? Hey. He gets into a fight with the boy, and Malcolm throws pudding in his face. Yeah, Malcolm, like, loses it on Spath. And then the fight starts, and then pretty funny, punches Stevie with a little... <laughs> well, he punches Stevie because Malcolm ducks. Right. And then Stevie, like, looks at the camera and, like, <laughs> and, like falls over. It's pretty funny. And that's the end of Spath. I imagine like that's the end like, of Spath because everyone hated him because he punched. Spath got blacklisted. Yes, <laughs> punched a kid in a wheelchair. What if Spath became um, Jesse from Breaking Bad? Oh man, I would never know. You could probably tie that together. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he has this little fight with Spath, and that's pretty much it. Um, I mean, for pilots, I think it was a pretty good pilot. It's pretty strong, yeah. Because usually um, pilots are so awkward, and right. the characters are very different. Not, yeah, I agree. Um, I think pilots are also shot like a good few months before the rest of the episodes. Right, because that's like the decision of like, will it be picked up or not? Right. Um, and then you get like an outro of Malcolm sitting on a trash can, giving a life lesson, which is pretty, pretty common. <laughs> He's definitely the narrator of the show. But the thing I noticed in the few episodes that we've watched so far, there is some kind of deep quote that stuck with me. Right, you said that. And, and I would like What's this to, one. I would like to share it. Go for it. So in this episode, I believe it's in the very beginning when Malcolm's. You had mentioned it earlier, how he's talking about the world. Yeah. He says, the best thing about childhood, at some point, it stops. Okay. <laughs> to me, I was like, huh, that's a really cool quote. So I wrote it down. And then as we were, as I watched a couple more episodes, I found a quote in each episode. So I'm really hoping okay. it continues. We could have like a, what did you learn segment? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> my, my deep quote segment. 
It was episode one, and we already got two segments. <laughs> What's the first one? Linwood Boomer. Oh. What is it, Linwood? Linwood Boomer. Okay, Boomer. If we could have her on the show every week, oh, my Lord. Well. That would put us on the map. <laughs> <laughs> Not to sound like Stu Pickles. Did so you- any other thoughts? Any other it's a, it jumps around a lot, but it's 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 a cohesive episode. Like no, I I noted like no scene is wasted. Nothing, no scene is ever for nothing. No, I think it's really good. I think they tied it together really well. It made me laugh. I would, I would, loud. I would make notes. I'd be like, "Is this scene gonna be mentioned again?" And sure enough, it would kind of like, "Okay, that little scene made sense." Um, so all in all, like just a, what a start. Yeah, and I I absolutely love the parents. Yeah, it's a good combination of like, it like, like Hal is useless, but he's it's wonderful. wholesome though too. Yeah, what's that? Hal is useless, but he's wonderful. Dude, Hal, some there's some funny stuff. In the <laughs> oh my god! Um, but yeah, we pretty much we covered every scene, all the good points. Thank you for listening to episode one. Thank you for listening as we try to um, maneuver this through quarantine. Yeah, I am. Um, I feel like what else is there to do besides podcasts? Right. Yeah. It's connect with people. I actually got. I've got. Ooh, I've got another recording plan today, tomorrow, and next week. Oh, cool. I'm booked. I'm. I'm. I'm living like a professional podcaster this week. And then I just. <laughs> And then I just want to say, we're going to start getting it off the ground, but we have an Instagram. Let me just, you know, drop our Instagram. The Instagram is podcast in the middle. And then our Twitter, unfortunately, Twitter has a uh, character limit for names. Those That's reasonable. <laughs> so our Twitter handle is podcast. Oh, let me just double check. Oh, it's pod in the middle. Okay. So, you know, it's something. But I got, yeah, the, you gotta, I got the hashtag going. Podcast in the middle is the hashtag. So. Okay. That's a pretty, that's a unique hashtag, I don't think. You can check us out on social media. We'll be uh, trying to update it. And, um, you know, we're going to try and be as consistent as possible. Um, I, don't know if, I don't know if we have a release schedule per se, but. No, yeah, let's see where we go. Yeah. No pressure. Now that you've helped me figure out all this uh, technical babble. Um, so, yeah. Thank you for listening. This has been episode one. Pilot. The pilot. Angela and Anthony. Maybe Linwood Boomer, too. We love Brian Cranston, as I'm sure you do, too. Angela and Anthony. Sorry for this shitty twiddle. We love Brian Cranston. Podcast in the middle.